Welcome, everyone. It is Tuesday. That's right. It is the Tuesday edition for this week of the Political Panda program. Of course, I am your host, Jacob. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Of course, if you didn't listen to yesterday or Friday's show and you're brand new here, of course, hit that subscribe button and follow us on the Twitters so that you can be up to date. And you can ask me questions or reach out that way and uh, maybe... Uh, Ask me some different things, I'll be glad to answer. Of course, all links to sources are down below in the description of the program as well. And if you, of course, uh, didn't listen to yesterday's uh, yesterday's show um, and do not know, I'm, of course, a employee at uh, Walmart. And so I actually have some notes written by some crazy person. Uh, who keeps coming by the store for whatever reason and just dropping these notes off, okay? And I actually only had four as of yesterday before I went to work. I now have five. So, of course, uh, yesterday's one was about COVID. Uh, today's one is about Donald Trump and uh, the 2024 election, so stick around until the end of the show today as uh, I'll be, uh, of course, reading, we'll discuss, and we'll all have a good laugh, and we'll all... Have a fantastic rest of our day. Of course, uh, we now have one for Friday. So, yes, you don't know, I'm on spring break right now from school. Normally, this is a Wednesday-only show. And so, of course, uh, next week it will go back to being that way because I have to go back to school. But for right now, for this week, we're doing full-on five days like I would normally do once I'm out of high school. All right. So, of course, uh, yesterday, uh, big news, of course, you probably heard it everywhere, you couldn't escape it. Uh, Elon Musk, of course, had to officially disclose uh, his overall shares into Twitter of how much he bought officially. Well, officially, as of this morning, literally like 25 minutes before I got up, which was at like 7-something this morning, or, well, when it, the news came out anyway, I got up at 8. Of course, our good buddy Elon Musk officially joined the board of directors at Twitter. So, yeah, his, his role now actually has a big enough deal because he's now a part of the board of directors for Twitter. That means he can actually make changes, and with him being the largest shareholder, that brought in a lot more people due to that fact. They probably wanted to make money, but now Twitter now has a very very big person on the board and i'm i'm expecting a edit button in the very near future for twitter as already someone pitched a very good idea and elon musk did like the idea for the edit button earlier so i i'm i'm very very excited as obviously do i agree with elon musk on everything N no not at all but does the guy clearly know at least something, yeah, I, I, like, he clearly knows something, and he clearly, it, it clearly, uh, he knows that, hey, we can't just, you know, write off different things, we gotta get out there, and we've gotta make stuff happen, and he did it, you know, he, I mean, he's got the money too, so he fully went out there, and he did it, of course, I did pull up the, uh, the tweet bit of here, where he asked, uh, his followers if they wanted an edit button. Obviously, 
uh, 73% to 26% uh, out of 3 million uh, votes, by the way, town hours left. So if you uh, are seeing this before, uh, what, like the 10 hour mark? So by the time this goes up, like there'll be like, what, nine hours maybe left? So go vote if you haven't. Seriously, make your voice heard. This will probably be the most uh, free and fair election you can probably get. Uh, anyway, uh, so from Everyday uh, Astronaut, who has a very, very actually uh, good edit button uh, suggestion here. I, I think even Elon Musk believes it's reasonable. I read it this morning before I got out of bed, and I my morning brain even still thought it was very reasonable. So let's see if it still sounds reasonable. Uh, so under two conditions, it's only available for a few minutes, five to ten minutes, and when an edit is made, there's still a small link that shows the edit. This keeps a public record, but allows the Twitter the ability to fix the simple mistake and not re-notify their followers with a new tweet. See, that sounds perfectly reasonable and extremely fine. And here's the thing. I wouldn't even be mad if they added this to like their whole Twitter blue, but I don't want to give them any ideas for doing that because uh, it, it's just not, not going to happen. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of people will be like, it'll make them even madder, but yeah. Should be interesting. I'm really excited to hear uh, what Elon Musk can do, because uh, you might uh, know uh, former President uh, Donald Trump's uh, social media platform, Truth Social, that I don't even believe is launched on Android yet, by the way. It literally basically died, and it didn't even launch on, uh, it didn't even launch on Android. Yeah, it, it still hasn't even launched on Android. So you can only use a shitty Twitter, basically, is what I'm going to call it, because it's not really any better than Twitter. I've still seen plenty of people getting their stuff censored on the platform. So, it, and of course, officially, uh, two, uh, two different people already of top executives already left within a matter of... It, within just what two week period practically it's been out for like maybe a month or so and it's already just gone so yeah it, yeah it only launched on february 20th which is not that long ago and many users remain on the waiting list there's still a waiting list guys come on uh of course uh executive devin noons a former uh, congressman uh by the end of march Fully operational within the United States by the end of March. It is past the end of March, and you still can't. You still can't. You download it on Android, which is forty percent of the U.S. market. By the way, I'm one of them. I, it was like, like it launched, and I was like, okay, yeah, there's long lines. Okay, to like get in. Okay, that's fine. And it's not on Android. What the fuck, man? I guess, you know, I just should have bought an iPhone, I guess, you know, I guess I just should have bought an iPhone and not a Pixel 6 Pro. I guess I should have bought an iPhone 13 Pro Max Plus XL Deluxe Edition. So, yeah. See, Trump thought it, he had so much clout to make another platform, and he could have, but he failed miserably. And then Elon, you have Elon Musk, you know, the guy who... Uh, Big, big proponent of a free speech. Uh, just goes ahead and just says, uh, fuck it. And, and just goes ahead and becomes the biggest, uh, 
biggest person inside, a biggest shareholder inside of Twitter, and now is on the board of directors because he knows that, hey, why make another platform and having to try to get all of these users to move from a platform they've been using for this long amount of time to now you can just have uh, changes happen on the platform that everybody uses right then and there to make it better already. Believe me, there's some times when starting over and starting anew is a good idea. But this is not one of them, and it's clearly all these other wannabe social medias. I get it, that you have a good promise of being free, freedom of speech and everything, but it's not going to matter. A lot, a lot of people are going to move over to you. Take, for example, YouTube. YouTube, as it currently sits, has well over 2 billion fucking users a month. It's well, I think it's almost up to 3 billion at this point. That's right. Over, basically, almost half of the world uses YouTube. Does that, is YouTube a bastion of free speech? Fuck no. No. It censors and does all that stuff all the time. Do people still use it? Have people tried to create other platforms? Yeah, but when you try to create other platforms to YouTube, and that even if they're super popular, they still crash and burn. Why? Because YouTube is a monolith. Okay, if you guys want, we need to start getting people who are maybe more freedom of speech oriented into YouTube. There you go. Start making changes at the companies we already have, especially for these tech companies because they're not going anywhere. Alright, well, I think that's good enough for now with talking about both Truth and uh, Elon Musk. Of course... Uh, Jen Psaki, of course, uh, reports say that she's going to leave. Talked about that yesterday to go join MSNBC. And, of course, um, of course, so, my favorite reporter, obviously, uh, uh, Peter Ducey inside the White House uh, press room, uh, he asked a very simple question um, <laughs> to Jen. Uh, you know, it's it's not really hard to answer questions, but according to them, it's very hard. So, uh, he, he asked, at what age does the White House think that students should be taught about sexual orientation and gender identity? And uh, here here is her response. Uh, well, I would say, uh, first of all, Peter, we have spoken. You can tell this is from her because the very, the well, I would say, first of all, Peter, that's very much how it is every single time. We have spoken to the uh, Don't Say Gay Bill in the past. I believe it is what you're referring to, uh, using the nickname of law who opposed it, despite the fact the word gay is not only not banned, but isn't even mentioned, which is in fact true. It's not, if you want to, read the law yourself. It does not. It just prohibits you from grooming children from kindergarten to third grade. Uh, as we look at this law, what we think it's a reflection of is politicians in Flor Florida propagating misinformed, hateful policies that do absolutely nothing to address the real issues. Uh, but she did not directly answer the question, of course. Don't ever answer the questions. How you work in politics, baby. Uh, the Department of Education is well positioned and ready to evaluate what to do next in the, its implementation, whether its implementation violates federal civil rights law. Uh, but note that parent that parents uh, across the country are looking to the national, state, and district leaders to support our nation's students to ensure that kids are treated equally in schools and that it is not, and that is not, this is certainly not a reflection of that. 
Of course, uh, Peter, knowing that that's not a real answer, uh, pressed again, making the question even more clear. So if you guys oppose this law that bans classroom instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in K through three, does that, does the White House support that kind of classroom instruction before kindergarten? Of course, uh, she, she chose not to answer. And of course, she asked, instead of asking, uh, did not answer, instead of instead asking whether Deuce had any examples where this had been happening, I'm just asking for the president's opinion. I think that's a relevant question. Still not answering the original question. I think that it's politically charged, harsh law that is putting parents and LGBTQ kid plus kids in very difficult, heartbreaking circumstances. And so I actually think it's, that's a pretty relevant question. And yet you still didn't answer it. You, you still did not answer. This is the most infuriating things in politics. Is it's not it's not the lies. It's not any of that. It's just we ask you a question and you don't fucking answer. We just want an answer. It could be the simplest answer. I don't care if the answer is a lie. If you're gonna lie to me about the answer, that's fine. I can just uncover the lie later. But if you're if you're just gonna keep avoiding the question, I I just I really just don't don't want to deal with you. Your your avoidance of the question is just ridiculous. All right. Well, moving on from nightly nurse Jen, of course, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson, you know her as the uh, judge who is soft on sexual rapists, uh, pedophiles, basically all crime in general. Mm. That's good water. Sorry, I, I like water during the show. It's good. Drink up, people. Hydrate. Keep yourself hydrated. Alright. So, obviously, uh, as some of you who listen to the show, um, uh, of course, I, uh, you know, a bit more, bit more right-leaning. So, of course, uh, she's supposed to be voted on, and of course, they reached a deadlock. And, of course, three, uh, three senators on the, uh, on the committee, of course, are choosing to uh, vote for confirming uh, Tanji Brown or to vote on Jackson. Now, of course, uh, Senator Mitt Romney, no surprise, not even really a Republican at this point, just a literal dickhead. Uh, Senator Louisa McCroskey of, I believe, that is Alaska, also announced that she would uh, get rid of her too, not, and, uh, Senator Susan Collins as well, that, uh, she announced last week, so yeah, the two announcements came after the deadlocked, and, yeah, I don't, don't vote for this rapist, she, she literally let a child rapist off the hook, that, that's just not okay. We cannot keep doing this. Justice needs to be served for the people who are absolutely tr mistreating kids in our society. This is not helping. This is not helping. Believe me, do I think that should different things like for pot be completely gotten rid of? Do I believe that drug crimes should be a little bit loosened? Yes. 
Do I think that people who are getting away with murders on the basis of the color of their skin should be getting away with it? No. Robbing a store should hopefully, depending on the amount, should hopefully land you some jail time. Because just telling people to not do it anymore isn't a good solution to a problem. So, yeah, I am very, I'm not really disappointed in Mitt Romney because he's been a disappointment for the last eight or for the last eight plus years at this point now. So, but the other two, very disappointed. I'd, I'd really hope you'd reconsider, but clearly you must, uh, must enjoy a little bit of, uh, other stuff. Uh, of course, uh, moving right along, uh, to Joe Biden, you know, oh, Grandpa Joe, uh, you know, he, he's always telling those stories, you know, and I think it's true, you know, we just might as well start calling him Grandpa Joe, because, you know, when, sometimes when you have those, uh, elderly relatives that they get old enough, you know, they, they, their memory begins to fade, and they start telling you stories that just are completely untrue, so, you know, he sure had an interesting life, um, now, of course, Biden and, uh, you know, Secretary, uh, Transportation Secretary, uh, Pete Buttigieg is what I'm going to call him because, uh, he doesn't, uh, deserve to be called his real last name, uh, announced that the trucking action plan at a White House briefing on Monday afternoon detailing their plans to make access to the, into the industry easier, claimed that, uh, and of course, during his speech, uh, Biden claimed that he used to drive a truck, it's a long story, before adding that he thought he was going to drive one of these suckers today referencing the trucks behind him. Another point claimed that when he was a young senator, there was a guy who ran a steel mill uh, out uh, MR Steel out to Ohio, and so I decided to ride out with him and see what he was like on the uh, strike, and I was driving, going through. Well, Biden did not go on a trip to Ohio with a trucker during 1973 strike. Newspaper reports uh, do not indicate that he never that he ever drove the truck <laughs> so uh yeah no uh there there's no evidence ever that biden has drove a truck uh that he used to drive a truck as well as uh, the only other time is he's rode in one he uh, has never driven a truck but he did however ride in a truck one time in 1973 the extent of uh, the experiment was he rode in a truck once, one night in 1973. So yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. No. Uh. No. Uh, nope. Nope. Yeah. So uh, claimed that he also he also claimed that he drove a eighteen uh, wheeler. Uh. That that's false. So yeah. Yeah. Nope. Did not did not happen. Once again. He's just too old, you know, Grandpa Joe, he's always telling those funny stories about how he used to be a trucker, even though he's basically been in the Senate since the dawn of time. You know, the U.S., he's there signing the Declaration of Independence with George Washington, you know, Grandpa Joe, he's just always telling those funny stories. All right, this one might ruffle a few feathers. All right, so Colorado has now guaranteed uh, the right to uh, killing babies in uh, state law. Now, let me make this very clear. 
generally, here here's how my stance on abortion goes. Were you raped? Yes. And what, did you get pregnant from it? Yes. And you don't want to keep the kid because it, obviously that's a bit of a traumatic experience? Yeah, fine. You can get rid of it. I'm perfectly fine with that because, for one, it was not consensual. Two, you find out you're pregnant, and bam, you have two weeks. You get two weeks to decide, and within two weeks, if you didn't make the decision to go ahead and get rid of your bundled a bunch of cells, as they would call it, then, then it's yours. Other than that, no. Nope. Uh-uh. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you uh, need one and uh, you're looking to uh, go ahead and uh, have your uh, baby just absolutely uh, killed, uh, go ahead and uh, go down to uh, Colorado. Uh, you know, uh, kill your baby, go down to the local dispensary, get some weed to uh, help you calm down after. I don't know what, you know, it's always good to see. Fantastic. You know, the great state. Always uh, making sure that everybody gets the reproductive care that they need. So, always fantastic to see that. Always good. Glad. Glad that uh, we're doing good. Denver uh, Denver Post, thank you uh, for this. Glad that uh, we can have abortions uh, state law. I mean, you know what? If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. Their state, they can do that. So, that's fine. So, they want to kill babies, that's fine. Alright, so of course we talked about Kadaji Brown Jackson uh, being, you know, soft on, um, on, uh, on sexual crimes against kids. Well, in Indonesia court, right, a teacher got sentenced to death for raping 13 students. Now, if you've seen the movie The Joker, the only thing that plays in my mind is you get what you fucking deserve. This guy absolutely disgusting. It's a well-deserved sentence. 13? Too many. Too many. Nope. There is no redemption. If you do it once, fine. Go to jail. Hopefully you learn a lesson. 13? Nope. You clearly enjoy it too much. That's clearly just something has gone wrong and there's nothing we can do for you in that you, you are a danger, a threat to society. Yeah, no. Good, good job, Indonesia. Congratulations. I will give you this one as uh, it is deserved. This man does not deserve to be here anymore. So, yeah. I am extremely excited uh, to see that come out of here because it, it gives me a little bit of hope for our, our, our world. It gives me a little bit of hope for our fantastic world to hopefully heal and become just a little bit better, okay? Because the craziness of our world is just too much, man. It's just too fucking much. All right. Once again, an asteroid uh, with the length of 77 and 170 meters uh, which which would be minimum longer than six T Rexes and thirteen Asian or thirteen Asian elephants in uh, length is going to just slightly miss Earth. And once again, I am very saddened by this news. Why? Why do these asteroids keep missing? Seriously, 
Please just quit missing. I, I want you to hit Earth. Please, just do it. Just end this whole shebang like you did the dinosaurs right now. Just, just end it. Okay, I think we can all agree that maybe this world just needs a little bit of a reset so that we can uh, officially have a world that's empty. That's... You can all die in peace. And at that point, fine, just make all crime unillegal and just let everything die once the asteroid hits. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, unless they want to launch the nukes right now. Bro, then we can start playing Fallout. We can start playing IRL Fallout, have like our Pip-Boys on, come out of the vaults. What's up, Wastelander? So, uh, extremely, extremely excited for that. All right, so Politico, you might know them, a very, uh, very big source, you know, for news and other things, of course. Uh, they as well, uh, within the, uh, you know, they had a bit of an oopsie, a bit of an uh-oh, uh, messed up a little bit. Now, the issue here is, so we have Politico here, uh, they actually had to make a correction um, because Politico tweeted out, Katanji Brown-Jackson will likely be confirmed as the first black Supreme Court justice by the end of the week. Here's how we expect it to go, with the link, obviously. Um, now, of course, they had to issue a uh, correction immediately, uh, you know, that she'd be the first black female uh, court justice. She wouldn't even be the second black uh, justice on the Supreme Court. We've actually had two of them before this one. So if she does get confirmed anyway. Uh, so, yeah. But my main question is wondering, how do they know that uh, that that she's a woman? She couldn't answer what a woman was. So how does how does Politico know what she is? Is there the biologist too? Did they have a biologist on staff? I'm going to need some citations of uh, biology here, just to be sure, as I will contact my local biologist, and we shall confer on whether or not any of this took place, okay? It's just, just, we need to check. We need to check, that's all. So, yeah. Of course, you know, and it just makes sense, you know, we were trying to get rid of the current black Supreme Court justice on there, so, of course, because, you know, his wife just happens to be active in politics, and that's bad, so, yeah. Always fun to see. Okay. Alright, so, uh, a lot of you might know, uh, Activision Blizzard, uh, of course, uh, they had a walkout. Why? It wasn't for sexual harassment or anything like that. So, officially, employees walked out on Monday. Why? Because the company officially uh, changed uh, the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. They got rid of it. Essentially, uh, the video game publisher required employees working together in person to be vaccinated. Of course, uh, they would no longer be the case which led to a walkout on Friday. 
leading to a slight concession from management. Shouldn't have concessed. Uh, the company has suggested uh, giving individual studios, uh, which are now free to determine the process and politics that works best for their employees based on, on local conditions and risk. The baseline for the company going forward, however, will be that vaccines are not required. That's fine. Uh, Blizzard Entertainment is one uh, Activision studio that keeps its vaccine requirements for at least the next few months, according to an email sent to staff reported by Bloomberg Riot. Uh, Jason Schreier, of course, uh, great to see all of you people are absolutely crazy. I get that you want health and safety, uh, but requiring a vaccine like uh, the one for COVID, a bit over the, over the line. And like I said yesterday, I'm a person who has the COVID vaccine double jabbed. So, uh, but I'm not on a level on some where I've got my eighth uh eighth vaccine shot so yeah no uh, essentially of course once again we are going to end the show with some more fantastic uh fantastic things from libs of tiktok over there on twitter all right so new procedures uh from solemn kaiser which is a school up in oregon uh which uh, procedures for their transition with state school staff will not disclose any information that may reveal a student's transgender status to others, including caregivers, name and genders. Changes will be kept confidential. There's more. Students can use any bathroom and locker room that corresponds to their gender identity, according to the new policies. Of course, they are trying to hide the information from parents. And regarding athletics, every student will be considered eligible on the team that most aligns with their gender identity. Their gender support plan directs the staff on how to handle getting asked about a student's gender from a parent. On overnight field trips, students will sleep in rooms which, with whichever identity they choose and identity uh, with. Uh, nothing could go wrong there. Nothing bad could go wrong. So, yeah. I, of course, am going to go become a little bit happier by uh, probably watching or probably going and playing a bit of uh, Lego Star Wars. So, yeah, of course, if you uh, have a gaming console out there and you can, it's just getting Lego Star Wars. Come on, it's Lego Star Wars. If you like Star Wars, I'd definitely check it out. It's going to be fun. I'm going to have a great time. So, yeah, cannot, cannot wait. Anyway, I will see you guys tomorrow on Wednesday for another show. Oh, actually, I almost forgot. Crap, I almost forgot. Terribly sorry about that. I got so excited to go play some Lego Star Wars that I almost forgot about today's uh, note. My bad. My bad, everyone. My bad. Alright, so of course, as I said at the beginning of this episode, uh, we have... Our note readings for this week. So, of course, as I said at the beginning, this one is about the election. Let me go ahead and grab the other one. Yeah, so tomorrow's one. Let me just give you a little bit of... uh, Nope, that's not it. These two over here, uh, I believe it is this one, right? Uh, Yes, this one is about... 
how there's some plot where uh, Donald Trump was involved in a sex capital, I guess. So that one is for tomorrow. Well, I'm going to actually dig a little bit into that one before starting tomorrow's show. So we will check out that claim tomorrow. So. But anyway, let's uh, go ahead and read the one for the 2024 election. Let's take a nice good drink of water. You should too. Uh, it feels it feels good. Feels good. Mouth's nice and moist. Tastes good. All right. Fat boy will go down as a two-time loser. That is, if he don't run in 2024, then he will be a three-time loser. If you only knew what a phony piece of shit fat boy is, if you had a uh, ten dollar, even though it's supposed to be ten thousand dollars, they couldn't be bothered to spell it correctly. You got more than Fat Boy. Fat Boy is a loser from the world. Uh, from the world. Go, he calls for his rallies for money. But but you people give it to him in sixteen to eighteen months. We will know about Fat Boy. He will be done. I think that Fat Boy will will end up in Moscow. They didn't spell Moscow. Correctly, and you know why he will tell all to Putin. What do you think? We got to stop Fat Boy. Um. So clearly, this is a person that probably must still believe in the steel dossier that was found to be fake. Uh. Yes. Is it good to be friends with foreign leaders? Yes. Even if they are bad people. Why? Because you can help deter different things. Like I said a few days ago on or yesterday on the show, I hopefully did that. If I'm remembering correctly, if Trump was in office right now, Putin might not be invading Ukraine. Inflation might not be this high. Okay, we had a good we had a good economy going. Of course, we had to put it in a bit of a coma for COVID, and we could have been bringing it back. But nope, we just had to fuck it. So yeah, always good to see that people uh people are good to believe in conspiracy theories. And hey, if you want to believe in some, go ahead. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go around telling you. I'm not going to go all Alex Jones on you. They're turning the freaking frogs gay. Alright? None of that. But anyway, if you did enjoy today's episode, uh, hopefully uh, I will see you here tomorrow for another episode. Of course, if you're not already, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you are. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Leave us a review if you can on your platform of choice. And, of course, please follow us. Follow me on Twitter means a great deal to me if you would do that politics panda or video game panda of course they are linked down below and remember this concludes the political panda program thank you for listening